Third and eight here on Next Door Radio, brought to you by Vanco Outdoor Power Equipment. Let's get the show started with your hosts, Brandon Adcock and Jason Varner. Hey guys, welcome back here to Third and Eight on Next Door Radio, nextdoorradio.com. If you can't tell, that me and Jason on vacation in the islands, but <sighs> we did my like, island boys. Oh God. Yeah, the minus the cool hair and the face tats right. and right. the six pack and all that, and the money. I was going to say, and the million dollars worth of teeth. Yeah. Has anybody got some dollars? Yeah, no we got Tums. <laughs> hey, give me some Monopoly money. <laughs> Much yeah. like Christmas. Last night, we were happy that it came. Ah. Sad is gone, and it was green, red, and white last night. And really, I guess the biggest color of the night was yellow, per se. Um, and the Kansas City Chiefs beat the Eagles by a field goal last night. You know what I'm saying? And They uh, could have beat them by a touchdown. But. Or so. Yep. I got to say, I did not think Kansas City had it in them, having to injure Pat Mahomes. I will say this. And I'm trying to lay it on right now. He's a top five all-time quarterback. If he quit today, that man is arguably the best talent I've ever seen play football at that position. 5,000 yards multiple times, multiple MVPs, multiple Super Bowl MVPs, 12 and 5 every year or better. So basically five what years in. Could Brandon not. is trying to say is that if you're a media darling, he likes you at quarterback. If you do things because like this, I, I love you at quarterback. If you're Pat Mahomes, I love you at quarterback. So if you got a jacked up leg, and you still play through. I guess he still loves you at quarterback. Yeah, so but thirteen I like to fourteen Pat in the second Mahomes, half, he didn't have his best offensive weapon all year long in Tyreek Hill. And, top five uh, all time, huh? And, I would say right now he's behind Tom Pate, Elway, and top, top five all, top five all time. I mean, he did more than Pate already. That's arguably that's no the Pate's top. One in my opinion, he's probably top three. Otherwise. Yeah, but why? He he won two Super Bowls. Pat's already done that. Oh, if he wins three, you could very argue he's ahead of Pate. I mean, he's already ahead of Pate because he's threw for multiple five thousand yard seasons. That's crazy. That's the crazy part is that he went out there in the Super Bowl with a guy named Justin Watson, his third leading receiver, and Juju Smith Schuster, who I mean, who you know, quite frankly, sucked last year. And I mean Travis Kelsey. You know, I mean it's Travis Kelsey. You know he make it do what he do at all times. Big eighty seven is a bad man. All right, so you want to make me do it, dude? I don't want to talk bad about Pat Mahomes. I I'm like Pat gonna. Mahomes. My son loves him. My son wears his jersey. That's his hero. So I'm going to be very careful what I say. I think Pat Mahomes is a top ten quarterback all time already. I also have another guy that I think's top ten that you disagree with me on, but that's fine. However, last night Jalen Hurts outplayed him. Oh, I'm not arguing that. Jalen Hurts had the game of his absolute life last night, and I feel bad for him. I truly do because as well as he played last night, a four all-purpose touchdown, close to 400 all-purpose yards, his defense just crapped the bed in the fourth quarter and allowed 17 Kansas City's points and 14 unanswered. Embarrassing. And that defensive line was talked about all week long as people were literally calling it. I heard Colin Coward say Friday afternoon – that people that were saying that this is a top 10 all-time to defensive line. And it, and it is. They come into the Super Bowl and got shut down by a Chiefs offensive line who was outright disrespected all week long. Yeah. Well, props to them. It wasn't but like two seasons ago that they thought the line was in terrible shape. It and was. Name some, people, yards na- name some people on this line. On uh, the Kansas City, um, the Joe Thune, Orlando Brown, 
Um, Creed Humphreys is the center. I don't know. I don't know their other guard and tackle combination. That's the crazy part. The money between all five of them. I mean, they're not like these great, great offensive linemen. No, they're but just, they're cohesive. They're good. They're cohesive. They play well together. And they did a great job. I mean, Pat Mahomes, he got touched, what, once? And he wouldn't have got touched any more than that yeah. if that field condition went so bad. I've right. Seen, dude, dude, they might as well play it in the Walmart parking lot. But here's the deal. Pat, yeah, I agree. Top, I agree with you. Top five all time. I have no problem putting him there. Um, I just it's funny to hear you say that and then and talk about the stats and then deny other players the same luxury that do the same thing, but we'll we'll leave it alone. Without the coach. Without the without the trifecta. Because Pat Mahomes has always had the trifecta. Reed, Kelsey, Mahomes. He's a third of the trifecta. Do you take him away and they're an eleven and five team who can't make it out of the first round? That we saw that with Alex uh, Smith and Andy. They were eleven and five two years in a row and couldn't get out of the first round. with Alex Smith, the quarterback, the Pat Mahomes came in and they've been twelve the and five better ever, ever since. But when you're one third of the trifecta, it makes a difference. I'm just saying it's the Chris trifecta, and, and they've always the, been there. That that trifecta has been there from day one. But that's the impressive part is that he was getting, especially Kansas City, that was getting crucified when Pat Mahomes that was drafted saying it was a reach. And quite frankly, you could have argued it was. He didn't have a great record in college under Cliff Kingsbury, who was somehow going to be the, again how the offensive the coordinator of the Houston is. Texans, which is yeah. odd. Um, but did he land in a phenomenal spot, though, for Pat Mahomes? Absolutely. Yeah. He got to learn behind the one of the best, like, consummate pros of all time, in my opinion, Alex Smith. He did land in a good spot with Tyreek Hill and them boys. But, but I say that to say this. I agree with you. Top five all time. I, I have no problem with that. I just think you need to apply the same to everybody. Okay. Then when, However, I think he's definitely better than Pate already. I don't know, but that's just where you and I are going to disagree. He wins one more and one more MVP. He, he He's knocking on the devil's door. But though, what I will say well, well, is Why does I, he have to win another MVP and another Super Bowl to knock on the door of somebody that because, took their whole career to win two Super Bowls and he's won them in five years? Okay. That's very fair. The comparison I would have is, is that – uh, you know, hey, Pat Mahomes are coming to, you know, hey, just like I said, he's had Andy Reid and Travis Kiss. You know what I'm saying? Are you Peyton telling Walker me the competition the that Pate faced is greater than the competition that Patrick Mahomes has faced? I'm telling you, when he come in the door. Joe and, Burrow, Justin Herbert, Aaron Rodgers. I'm telling you. The Tom Brady. The okay. I could keep going. Russell Wilson. He's Do I need to keep now. going? Oh, yeah, now. Yeah, he just scrubbed But now. when Pat first got here. I mean, Pat, Pat has faced some tough competition. Oh, there's no doubt Lamar about that. Lamar Jackson. Yeah. I mean, and, this guy, I mean. The, honestly, though, the fact that people are comparing guys to with him right now, is kind of, I'm not going to call it laughable, but, like, there's nobody in the game of football who any GM is going to take them with overall other than Pat Mahomes. Like, there, yeah, there is. <laughs> now, and I go back to saying laughable. this. I go back to saying, do I think Jalen Hurts had a better game than Pat last night? Yes, yes, yes but yes, yes, yes. do I think Pat showed that Why even in the moment of adversity – the dude can flat out play ball. He was on a hurt ankle. Yeah. And, and he makes an improbable scramble on oh my a God. terrible field. I right was screaming, slide. Please, God. I just Everybody kept seeing it. What are you talking well, about? Like, the one time that nobody did slide. <laughs> yeah, like, no like, kidding. Like, yeah. The field was sliding for them. But yeah, no kidding. I feel like, too, when he's got that, he's got that it factor where even when the Eagles were up 10, you never felt like it was over. Yeah, he never made the and, mistake. Eagles fans and 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 anti you know hey Pat Mahomes fans who have argued all day long 
that one call changed the entire outcome Bull. of the game. Bull. Hey, there was plenty called against the Chiefs as there well. There was plenty non-calls. I was yeah. going to say that plenty. catch by Dallas Goddard was yeah. not a catch. Yeah, nope. They got a break for that. Well, yeah. Then they didn't want to say anything about Jalen Hurts. Just yeah, the catch that the wasn't ball a out catch. It oh wasn't God. catch that was a catch. Like, yeah, uh, the Eagles got every break and, the, and yeah. a 10-point lead going into halftime. And your defense that's supposed to be vaunted choked it away. Blame the referees. Blame who you want. Blame your defensive coordinator, Jonathan Gannon, who's somehow looking for head coaching jobs. That was a choke job, though, by yeah. Andy Reid and Eric B. Exposed them in the same They beat them on the same Speaking play twice. Yeah. Inside that was of the amazing. Line. That was they amazing. Back to back. Twice. All they did, though, was saw the safety rotate in the corner, or excuse me, the corner rotate, and the safety dropped out. And he just I hit almost out. think. There was a quick out route. I almost think they, they, the whole first half was on purpose. Like we're yeah, gonna like let you get. just seeing what you were doing. Like, it, uh, we'll spot you ten. Yeah, like it's it's because <laughs> I'm like, gonna use the same play because you. Yeah. And then on the holding call was the exact same play, yeah. and yeah. Bradbury was like, "I held him not once, not once, but twice. twice." Yes, and then Igor goes, "Well, the, the, the refs cost us the game. You cost yourselves the game. Yeah, by not holding a ten point lead in the biggest game no of the kidding. year." Yeah, and another thing that vaunted defensive line give up 150 yards to Kansas City Chiefs who Rushing. had run the football all year long. Yeah, they tore you, up. The you half. showed up and got punched in the mouth by Isaiah Pacheco five five point one <laughs> yards of carry, one touchdown. You you cannot be referee for this. Blame that offensive line. Miles Sanders sixteen yards on the ground. He had like two hundred yards rushing against San Francisco. If Jaden Hurst is your leading rusher off an of injury, you got a problem. You can't blame the refs. You got out tough by Kansas City the entire second half. Yeah, it was like watching them play. My the, God. It was like watching the Eagles play the Commanders all over again. A team that might on paper should not be able to compete with you just outplayed you from one I mean they you know, rushed for 150 we said it like the yeah. Aussies like like dude if Kansas City finds a way to get 100 yards you're not beating them yeah. and they got 158 158 yeah. and you it got 115 it was off, for and, the Eagles and most of the running plays were the same play yeah, it was it just was, a straight yeah, dive they, they, they never run. Hey, they never ran the jet one time. At one no, it was point, right they the gut. the right side to the left side. Yeah. They did make a change. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> no, <laughs> the beautiful part was boys. they didn't run the jet, but they played the jet action the entire night, and Philadelphia fell for it every time. <laughs> and they were running the counter off the jet. Like, you got five I, times. You got to play in the NFL. You got to like, honor it, though, with Sky Moore, though, yeah. Kadarius Tooney on the edge. Prop to Andy Reid and the offensive staff, though, for giving it up. But, my God, Philly, y'all can't blame the referee for one bad call. You got two handed now, to you. Two minus one equals you got a plus one to call. I do want to go back to a statement <laughs> I made. Christ. Because, you know, you hear everybody say, well, Jalen Hurts played better than, than Pat Mahomes. And, uh, pardon me, I admit that the stats were better. Yeah. But. That last play was awful. Tell me what he did that was so well. Who, Jalen Hurts? Yeah. He made two throws to Dallas Goddard that should not have been completed. That he put him on a button. He hit A.J. Brown in the back of the end zone in the first quarter doing that little – Now, that was, was a nice route. pass. Beautiful pass. I feel like, too, that at least he wasn't afraid to run because the past couple weeks coming off his injury, he had been kind of afraid to be mobile. And in the NFC Championship game, after Christian McCaffrey and, you know, Jason and I, they were placed at quarterback in the second half, and, you know, he just handed the ball off. Yeah, but I guess my but thing is – he played really well. He, he set some records, like, for the number of rushing, rushing touchdowns. Yeah, the three yeah. touchdowns but here's the, the deal, though. Let's yeah, be fair. Yeah, the tie to Davis. Let's be fair. I mean, two I of just, those were gimmies. I just – yeah, look. The one thing that baffles me is how nobody can stop their quarterback sneak. They do the Bro, same thing. They run the West to perfection. Yeah. My I mean, God. You got to slant that line, bro. It's the same. We see that 
If you have ever coached Little League football, you see this play 28 times a game. I ran it 16 times in a row in a playoff game. Other team off. <laughs> you I was there. on the sideline yeah, laughing. laughing. Hey, dude, if you can run a 12-minute drive and now you football, hey, It got that's to the you. point. It was so bad, Brandon, to the point. Full disclosure. I looked over to the head coach. I was like, for God's sake, can you just slant your front one time <laughs> so he'll run a different play? No. Like, just one. He's like, that don't ever work. Keep doing the same thing. <laughs> I <laughs> did. Whatever. <laughs> Run it again, Brandon. But, yeah, no, I mean, guys, we ha- you're an NFL defensive line, and you can't stop the quarterback sneak. But they're so – and that's what makes me mad about Jonah Hurts. He is so – like, he's so, like, stocky and so small. He gets behind that line, dude, and he he's going to get – if he needs two yards, he's getting three. If he needs three, he's getting four. Then why not just run it two for two back, to back to back to back to back? I 100% like, dude, that's the clock killer to me. I don't want to get running backs back there. And they actually done a nice little toss play. I think that Nick yeah. Bolton, yeah. I think it was Nick Bolton sniffed it Off out. Off of that. Who I think, I just, too. Look, I, don't, I mean, Jalen didn't do any. I mean, that the one pass that I thought was really good pass was the one to A.J. Brown. Oh, uh, yeah, it was nice. That was nice. But that had more to do, honestly, it was a 50-50 ball. It had more to do with the safety underplaying than, than it really was a great pass. But it was still a good pass. I, I liked it. I liked I liked his, you know, how courageous he was in that throw. But I didn't see him do anything just spectacular. What did he end up throwing for, like 280? 304. 304. I mean, yeah, okay, it's a good decent game. I feel like he earned every bit of the money he's about to get paid. I did have a conversation a with somebody last night. Yeah, probably so. That if you were to put Pat Mahomes on the Eagles and Jalen Hurts on the Chiefs, the Eagles though would have won by fifty. Yeah, because you've got and this and this is another point to have argued all day. You pull Travis Kelsey off the Chiefs, you don't win. And look at that skill players; they have nothing. It's the trifecta, buddy. You can't take but so many table legs off the table. You got to leave three. That's the thing, though, and like. I don't agree, though, with Colin Cowher too much. He did make a good point Friday, and he made it again today. He was saying that Eagles have all the depth. Eagles have the better, at the time, hey, offensive defensive line. Yeah, they Eagles still do. had, at the time, the better skill players, and they do. They still do. I would have taken Miles Sanders over Pacheco, give me A.J. Brown and Devontae Smith over anybody who plays wide receiver on the Chiefs. And honestly, there is a – Goddard is pretty doggone close to Kelsey. That's what I'm about to say. There's a smaller gap in between Travis Kelsey and Dallas Goddard than Because Goddard makes some daggone great yeah. plays. Then you just missed that you That joke made Brown. me mad. Yeah, he's – I mean, he's I'm like, you can't be playing end. like that. Um, You're supposed to lose. But when it comes down to it, and you got to win a football game, you look at the head coach and the quarterback. Pat Mahomes and Andy Reid is like a duo made in heaven. I like Andy Reid. Yeah, I like cool that guy. he can make like I like the fact that he said he's going to coach there for a few more years, which means Eric Bellamy might leave. You mean Bellamy? Yeah, Bellamy might leave and come on right on over to the Washington Commanders. Y'all are interviewing him, by the way. Oh, uh-huh. he's a number one candidate. Should be. I feel like too that Andy Reid is doing him a solid by letting him go. And hear me out on this: if he's in Kansas City, yeah, it's always going to be Andy's show. It's always going to be Andy mm-hmm. Reid's show. And yeah. Andy, I feel like has enough. Confidence in himself as a coach. I mean, I mean, that's a two-time Super Bowl winner and taking two teams to the Super Bowl. He has enough confidence in himself and Eric to say, "Hey, you know, all right, you know, what I'm saying, you know, have at it. I'm good without you. You're gonna be good without me. And let's see if you can become a head coach because I think that's what's holding him. I back like to right see now. Eric get the job in Washington when Riviera leaves. Come on over as OC and take the head. Huh? This is gonna happen. It's gonna be this year. So let um, me ask you something. Did you say? Suffering from back pain. That Cliff Kingsbury is now the offensive coordinator of the Texans. He's been interviewed, yes. 
Which is weird to me because so if you got Kingsbury as your offense coordinator and, and you got D'Amico Ryan, man, you know what? <laughs> you might have something there. <laughs> you might have, you might have something there. The Texans um, could be the threat next year. They're the Jacksonville of this year. I hope not, boy. From last to first. Hey, I'm hoping that we the Jacksonville of this year. Yeah. Um, but man, it's a lot. It's a lot of small stuff I want to touch on in this game. Um, but props game, to the though. Chiefs, man. Like I don't. It's so much I want to discuss. Like you know, hey, luckily we have a little bit of time to go through it. But yep. yeah, and man. now the time's yeah. over, <laughs> and that's yeah, all the thoughts we had. Time no, Thank you, Vanco Outdoor Power Equipment, for shutting Brandon up yet again. <laughs> Here on Next Door Radio, nextdoorradio.com. This is Jason and Brandon. Third day. We'll see you on the flip side. Ha ha. If I had to choose between Wentz and Tua, I'll take Wentz. With a broken foot, missing hand, and one leg that's kind of, you know, iffy. Don't so, worry. Probably by week eight that he'll have all three of them elements. But, <laughs> well, hold on. Carson Wentz got an iffy leg. Yeah. Okay. Hold, what hold, is hold, it with us? Hold on real quick. Do we Drew, just go out and go, all right, where's the horse that needs shot? Join here, old yellow. <laughs> Welcome back to Third and Date. I swear to God, 19 weeks in, I hate how accurate it's that hot still out is. here. <laughs> yeah, it is. I got that on the boob sweat going on in the islands. <laughs> is it really that warm over there? I mean, it's. I turned look, the heat on. Look at this you. beach. Yeah. Lord have mercy. You're going to get sunburned. Be careful. I know. <laughs> I have another <laughs> spot. Oh, good gracious. I mean, I'll tan right. quite nicely. Jason can't say the same, but. Yeah, no, I tan, all can right. You see his feet and I can't, so we just compromise <laughs> <in> life. <laughs> Take what we can, I guess. Um. It is two players I want to talk about who played in last night's game who were severely, in my opinion, underrated. And uh, one of the guys I spoke of earlier was Nick Bolton. He had a return touchdown off a fumble to Bob Jordan Hurst where he just, nice. you know what I'm saying, the ball out of his hands. But it was a couple times where he was one-on-one in space. Now, first as a back or a wide receiver and made a one-on-one iso tackle in space as an inside linebacker. Not in the first half. Not in the first half because nobody tackled during the first <laughs> half. Um, but she was gamed by Nick Bolton. I feel like you know what I'm saying? That the Chiefs have a four two five defense. He is the anchor the outside of Chris Jones, who who, you know, he gave Nick Bolton his props last night post game and said that he can shoot gaps sometimes because he's got Nick Bolton behind him to, you know, hey, clean up his mess. But nine tackles on the touchdown doing eight solo tackles. Um and really, in my opinion, he should have had a second touchdown. Uh huh. That was a catch. When Sneed uh, the lady hit stick on the screen on the outside. Yeah, that was beautiful. And after the bat caught the ball, turned up field, and took a clean step. Mm-hmm. That's not a catch. Payal. But it is a catch. Bolton picked it up and returned it. Again. So, Philly, that's three calls that broke your way, and you still going to cry about a holding call. That was a holding call. Save me your breath. Y'all lost in three championships in three years, and it makes me laugh at your sad city because you were still uh, the Pittsburgh small brother. But nonetheless, Nick Bolton had a heck of a game last night doing Gardner Johnson, you know, who was acquired in the offseason from the Saints. He had a couple huge hits. He had a hit on Isaiah Pacheco. I oh, thought yeah. he laid him out. But I feel like he was, you know, honestly, I don't know if he's worth a first round pick, you know, being a safety. I don't know if there's many impact safeties in the game who are worth a first round pick outside of maybe historically Troy Palamadu, you know, hey, maybe Ronnie Lott, Ed Reed, and them guys. Harrison Smith. Not now. Prime Harrison Smith, maybe. Sean Taylor, you know, hey, you could argue. Hey, I think he's posed for a comeback with a new D.C. Just wait. Harrison Smith? Yeah, with Brian Flores. Yeah. Just yeah. wait. Yeah, well, yeah, he should be good. Um, But, and honestly, another call that kind of, I think, you know, 
at times, especially basketball coaches are good for this, where you kind of complain about a call in one game, and next game you get it. Juju Smith-Schuster had to play, I want to say it was the second quarter, though. He tried to run like an in-breaking route. Bradbury had him by the back, and Juju got super animated about it at midfield. It was like a third-down call, I want to say, and they didn't call it. What? I just – Look how prime just keeps popping up everywhere. Oh, yeah. There's prime in the sand, prime in the tree. There's prime everywhere. Keep going. Now, I'm focused on the prime, too. I'm trying to see if it levitates again. Anyway. I don't know what it is about this. Uh, somebody had a great marketing uh, campaign on YouTube because I never heard of it until my son demanded it, and apparently these things are sold out everywhere you go. So when I walked into Target today, I bought one hundred and sixty dollars worth of them. Just I ain't never heard of Target. What's Target? It's Tar-Jay. like a it's, it's like it's like a it's, it's That's like Walmart, okay. mm-hmm. but for, for bougie people. First of all, okay. for spending that amount of money, shame on you. Yeah. I, I didn't. Look. Second of all, are they sponsoring this show? Yeah, then you can turn that around. Prime. I went into a Target one time. <laughs> They said we paid them. $160. Call us, Prom. Call us. We just want some free ones. That's all. Just said he'll take $150 wherever he'll put 10 in. Yeah. I actually went to a Target one time, and and I felt like white trash. Is Target supposed to do that to you as a person? Now, I walked in. I feel that way in Walmart. I felt like a solid at least five in Walmart. Target made me feel like white trash. (laughs) I had had the same ensemble I have on there, Walmart Crocs, (laughs) basketball shorts, and a T-shirt. And it was white girls. I'm like, what is that man wearing? You know, who let him out of the heels? I'm like, girl, it's 60 degrees. I ain't sweating in there. That's that's where the housewives of Raleigh go. I didn't think about this, but if you walk inside of Walmart, it's kind of like Kansas City. I mean, uh, Target. It's kind of like Kansas City themed. It's like red and white with the yellow lines on the. Mm -hmm. But it's a boring store. It's just a boring store. Like, the color scheme. Like, you walk into Walmart, and you're like, bam! There's stuff everywhere, man. It's exciting. Walk into Target, you're like. Sometimes I walk into a Walmart, and I'm like, man, they ain't got nothing of the five things I need. And that's kind of disappointing. <laughs> but so you still spend time. money, don't you? Oh, for sure. Ha- I mean, that's the thing about well, I can walk in Target so and not buy some- anything and feel fine. Yeah, it's like those major aisles in Walmart are called action alleys. And that's where the- uh, yeah, I used to work there. They lure you in. Action alleys. Yeah. yeah. It's yeah, action it's like Tiger Alley for youth football. I don't know what that is. Oklahoma yet. drill for college and pro. Now outlawed. They should outlaw the alleys. Yeah. Because there's a lot of bad things that goes on in them. Could call CTE. I don't know. What to on do. your wallet. Oh, well, yeah, that's true. Yep. Or, or you can have a little bit of second control. Hey, unlike me. You know what gets Name me? Name one American that does. Well, that's what I better say. That Roxborough Walmart uh-huh. get me all the time to have them rotisserie chickens in the checkout aisle. That oh, is man. BS. Hey, those are good. That's smart. That's no, like the Roxborough Lowe's. It's like I'm sitting there like, I don't need nothing. But it is I really Roxborough has a lot of good stuff for such yeah. a small little, you know, like it it does it right. Mm-hmm. Just saying. What were you saying about Kansas? Oh, would you just miss Schuster was baiting into a call? Yeah, boy, we got ADHD bad yeah, right here. But you just miss Schuster was arguing a call in the second or first quarter. I forgot which one, and he didn't get the call. It was James Bar- like Bradbury holding him once again, and then the second time he gets it. Props to Juju for getting so animated about it the first time. I still don't feel like it was a flag, but you know, Eagles fans are going to swear by Kansas City. That what happens is that you got Mahomes, the and the Mahomes has been the Mahomes and people for years. Now that man has won five games down ten or more in the third quarter. That is absurd. And three of them have been playoff games. Two Super Bowls. Mm. Absurd. 
So absurd. Do you think he's got enough time left in his career to catch the GOAT? Two Super Bowls in five years, if you extrapolate that over the course of 21, that would give him eight. Um, I do feel like that Tom Brady's longevity is something to speak to. Um, I don't know if Tom has a son he can kiss in the mouth and take 15 years off. but uh, What? Oh, so we're going to act like he didn't do that again? He did. Okay. He just uh, <laughs> loved his son. But, you know, hey, all kidding aside, um, I don't feel like – if Andy Reid stays there, sure. I feel like Pat's going to always be in the hunt. I'll say that. I feel like that any time he is, you know, you know, hey, one five is healthy and suited up, then you have an opportunity to win. I'll say that. But seven Super Bowls is a lot to overcome. All right, you got to go into a Super Bowl tomorrow. Do you take Pate or do you take Mahomes? All right, which Pate and – okay. Pate in his prime. Okay. Mahomes right now. So, Pate in his prime. Mahomes right with now the, with a hurt ankle. With the same teams and staff, mm-hmm. you know you don't want to say it, but you you got to. <laughs> I don't. I trust Andy Reid more than I trust Tony Dungy, and I hate to say that though about my African American. Yeah, but Tony Dungy didn't call the plays. Pate did at the line. So again, that's even more impressive though, considering the pass got two people doing it for him. Um, All right, who are you drafting? Chris hit the buzzer on me. <laughs> oh, we should do that <laughs> at all time. Team in the Super Bowl, yeah. Your team versus my. I want to win just from the quarterback people. Go ahead. He's taking Tom, of course. Um, I mean, I'm not arguing with you. The man played yeah, this I mean, ten dang on Super Bowls. I'm not <laughs> arguing with you. Like, I mean, yeah, I mean, um, I mean, if you don't pick Montana, you're going to lose against Tom, and then even then, you still might lose. Yeah, this is tougher than me. You know, go ahead. Your daddy won't be mad at you. <laughs> well, he's dead, so he really won't give it. Um, nothing. No ding. You're talking no about your real dad. Oh, the one oh, that pay, gave you that uh, forehead. He gave my son the forehead. Good God. <laughs> God's cruel jerk. And we saw a picture of your dad on Facebook the other day. Y'all do look alike. Scary. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, when you going to grow? You just don't have hair like I that. can't grow the fur, bro. I can't. I don't know how my dad done it. Pick, man. Earl done it as a child. ADD. Um, Ed, what? Hey, give me prime, Pete. Just because I'm 100% biased. And I'll say that. No question about it. I am ready to get hurt again. Yeah. Well, that's what would happen <laughs> if you made that pick. Hey, just to be fair, Pate's two and one in Super Bowls, just like Pat. So, hey, do with that information what you will. He's two and one and done. Pat. Right. Is... It, it only took him, what, 18 years to do that? I said two and one. We're not getting into the statistics <laughs> of it. I said what I said. All right. You know, hey, although I will say, too, though, I'm curious to see the, what Kansas City does in the offseason. As far as eleven like, draft picks, that's what they're going to do. Oh they got eleven. God. That is true because they got a bunch of yeah. Tyreek Hill. They got eleven, wow. bro. And this draft is not is not top heavy at wide receiver, but there's some there. Yeah, mm. there's some like I would like. When you I got eleven see, picks. You bet you can find one. I would <laughs> love to see Jordan Addison end up in Kansas City. You know, he's the USC wide receiver. I would love to see him end up in Kansas that's, City. That's Keyshawn's boy. Um, yeah, but that's just because Keyshawn go to USC and you know USC wrote Jordan Addison that fat paycheck to come over there and all that nonsense. <laughs> I, mean, I mean, it's what happened nowadays. Business. You can argue what you want to, huh? That's business, baby. I, I mean, right now, yeah, like that's just that's the only course, sucky college part about college football right now is it's so hard for high school seniors to get scholarships anymore because of that and transfer portals. Yeah, as go guys ahead. playing seven years in college and they're you know hey forty three working a full time job. Yeah, you talking about Bennett? Really you joker, you hater, you leave that <laughs> guy alone. Seriously, was that a thing? Yeah, he's like 25. 
Oh, Stetson Bennett, yeah. yeah. He was stoofed, by the way. He missed the senior bowl, though, to catch a DUI charge. He's already got so many things going against him in the draft of being six foot tall, playing. Yeah, he I ain't mean, going nowhere. I've tried to explain that to people. And everybody in Stetson, like, especially like on Colts fan pages, they're like, we should take Stetson Bennett at number four. Wow. I'm like, you can, and I hate to sound like this. I hate to sound like I'm being, you know, derogatory. It is the same bracket of people doing it. Yeah. They're usually senior citizens who have watched one football game their whole life, and it's the national. Stetson Bennett does look good. He's also got the best college football roster probably in the past decade. Back He's only back been years. playing there for, again, uh, half a decade. Yeah. Six years. So, of course, he's going to look good. He's a grown-ass man playing 18-year-old kids. Yeah. Sorry, Chris Martin, 11, 51. Um, but if, I don't think he's going to get drafted at all. I think he'll get a shot just because of his resume. Yeah. I think that A.J. McCarron out of Alabama had a very similar resume and arguably better. Will Levis is the only one I'd be worried about coming out of this draft. I'll leave it at that. Oh, what do you mean worried about? The only one I'd be looking at. I'm a C.J. Stroud guy, no, but thanks. that's next show. Um, but yeah, like right now, you know, I feel like, you know, you know, you said Kansas City has got to get some, you know, outside weapons per se. All right, how about the Eagles? And they've got a couple first round picks in this draft too. Yeah, the but Saints the Eagles will run into the problem now that every good team's run into. You have a quarterback, you got to pay. Except the Eagles, who had eight rookies on defense. I mean, the Chiefs. But go ahead. Right, that's the exception. Not the quarterback that they had to pay, and they did pay him, and they have nailed the draft the past couple years. So Kansas City, though, in that staff, you you know, the Eagles going. That leads me to this question: Before going in, looking at the money lines right now, going into next year, Kansas City's the favorite. Eagles is number two. I mean, of course, because right. But realistically, what are the odds that these two teams make it back? I'm. I would put more faith in Pat Mahomes being Pat Mahomes again than the Eagles having to go through an entire season though when nobody gets hurt. Could you see they the Eagles very, winning the NFC East? Probably. I feel like LeBron Dayball is going to have the Giants on a you know, a good headway. Dallas did catch some bad breaks, and you guys should, in theory, improve. Um, I feel like though the Eagles, too, faced – I hate to say this and use this as a cop-out answer, but they did not face – a bunch of good quarterbacks this year. They, they almost lost, lost to the Colts by one point. Y'all beat them in week five or six, and they faced Daniel Jones four times, I think, or three times. Do they pay Jalen Hurts? I think, oh, yeah. Okay, Okay. Now here's a cast of quarterbacks really played this year. Lions, Jared Goff, Kirk Cousins, uh, y'all. Great so far. Trevor Lawrence, who didn't know how to play quarterback until about week 12 this year. Kyler Murray, Dak Prescott. Whoever played uh, the quarterback uh, the, on the Steelers at the time, the Texans, enough said, uh, and then they played y'all again. Uh, the Matt Ryan, who's 75 years old, and Rodgers in his worst year in the decade. Uh, honestly, Malik Willis, a rookie. Daniel Jones. Daniel Jones had a good year, though, for Daniel Jones, but just to keep in contact, yeah. he's Daniel Jones. Um, Justin Fields, hit or miss. Dat Prescott. Whoever played quarterback on the Saints at the time. Yeah, but I don't know why we're going. comparing him against the quarterbacks he played against. Yeah, he's going to the Saints. How about the fact that, uh, oh, my God, you just said his name. Derek Carr. Nope. Yeah, Dak Prescott. Yeah. Got booed for the hey, man I love of the it. Year. Look, I love it. Because Eagle fans were there, and they hit Cowboy. the Cowboys. Yeah. Thank you. They hit the Cowboys. And Ryan Clark said this morning on ESPN, if you didn't boo him and you cheered for him, it didn't feel, you know, you know authentic. If I'm the away guy, and I know you hate me, keep on hating me. Though it makes yeah. me feel good. Like, okay, 
I hate y'all too. Yeah. And it is what it is. Um, but yeah, man, like I feel like that that Eagles defense didn't really have a quarterback all year long who was a like a top t- there's nobody Pat Mahomes level, right? So the best quarterback who they faced all year long, I mean, looking at it was Kirk Cousins. Yeah. And they stomped them twenty four to seven. And that was also in week two when offenses haven't necessarily Usually early on, defense is a pass. The offense is in my about week five or six. It catches up, and the offense is simply get ahead. But they didn't face a lot of good quarterbacks down the stretch. And I feel like, you know, I mean, it was Daniel Jones, Andy Dalton, Dak Prescott, Justin Fields, Daniel Jones, and Malik Willis. Yeah. I mean, seriously, would you start a franchise, you know what I'm saying, with any of those guys outside of probably Justin Fields? And you could argue some folks wouldn't even do that. I like I, I like what Danny did this year. Oh, I have no, but comparatively speaking to Pat Mahomes, I mean Danny Dimes is not near Pat Mahomes. Right, right. Yeah. But I feel like that's important that Colin Cowherd and a bunch of guys are making last week, where it was like the Eagles are looking good, but don't forget they have had an easy playoff stretch, and they faced a team a couple weeks ago in San Fran who was literally down to the water boy and me at quarterback. Yeah, and they didn't face any pressure last night. Though Mahomes just. I would like to say He's something so about San Francisco, if I may. I was in the sports store today buying Alex's little gaudy chain for the celebration of Kansas winning. And I saw a hoodie, Chris, that made me think about and, and almost regret inviting you to be a Commander fan. Oh. Because it was a San Francisco 49ers hoodie. Mm-hmm. And it was the most gorgeous hoodie I've ever seen in my life. I like the 49ers. Y'all the San Fran almost got the same color scheme. It's 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 yeah. eerily close. They're a little more yellow, yellow than gold. But yeah. And that that daggone thing was like red and black and gold. And obviously that's their colors, so you know, there's nothing Machiavellian there. But yeah, I just gotta take a picture of it when I go back in the store. I was like, I wanna buy that so bad and wear it, but then I'd look like a bandwagoner, so I'm not gonna do it. But um this so, ADD, sorry. No, Oh, that's okay. I know pretty. how we be. I do feel like though Kansas City did at least put their playmakers in a position last night to outshine the Eagles defense, you know what I'm saying, as we talked about. But I don't feel like the Eagles offensive staff put their playmakers in a good spot in the second half. The first half was a phenomenal job by Sirianni and Shane Steichen, who is now the new head coach of the Indianapolis Colts. Thank God the wait's over. Um, oh, they're going to suck again. I don't think it would be bad. I feel like who we get at quarterback is going to make a difference. Now, I was reading today that – Is Lamar going there? Cause they, I feel like Aaron Rodgers is going to be a Jet and Lamar Jackson. I, I feel like Baltimore would be stupid there to get rid of him, but, but they might. Gonna I trade. feel like Derek Carr is going to be a Saint. Though if I'm the coach, I pony up the whole draft and send it to him for LJ. But nonetheless, I guess this is it, man. Kansas City, you know what I'm saying? Congrats, Kansas. Two and four years. Two well, that music years. means we got to take a break. That's right. We have to leave. We're sorry, too. But thank you, Vanco Outdoor Power Equipment, for sponsoring this hour of Third Nate here on Next Door Radio at nextdoorradio.com. And I'm sorry that my tone and, 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 and cadence doesn't match the upbeat of the music. But for the Eagles, they must be feeling the same way I'm talking. Beaten. See you guys oh, on the flip side. Don't call me. Don't text me unless your house will five so the back door is open. Go. It looks like it's something to <laughs> shoot it up, barbecue, and spit it back into the air. Oh, it ought to be nice and soft for you ditchers. Hey, this old boy. You don't see me running marathons because I know my limits. Third and eight is back.
Hey guys, welcome back from, uh, I guess we're in Honolulu, Hawaii. Um, Hawaii. It looks a lot like Chris's house, but I think it's in Honolulu, Hawaii. Ain't that right, Chris? It don't look like my house. Oh, I mean, it looked like my house without it, but I wish it looked like my house. Hey, I do too, but I'd have been moved in. <laughs> yeah, I'd be in your attic. You'd hear me walking for sure. I'd probably fall through or something too. I'm kind of hefty. But uh, hey, more news around the NFL. The Jets have beefed up their offensive coaching staff, hiring Todd Downing, who was arrested earlier this year on a DWI from the Titans staff. That's a very uh, hey, New York Jets hire. Um, Derek Carr, Chris, I don't know if you want to let your son know this or not. I heard but he might be Saints. going to the Saints. He pretty much said, you're not going to trade me there, but you're going to cut me, and I'm going to pick where I go. And he met with the Saints for like three hours the other day. That'd be awesome. And the former head coach, uh, Dennis Allen, was the head coach of the Raiders when Derek Carr got his first start, and so stuff's coming full circle. See, I think that'd be cool if, you know, um, so your son had a Super Bowl win uh, last year. Last year. Jason's son had a Super Bowl win this year. It'd be cool if my son had one next year. And then maybe in another 15, 20, one of us will have one. Yeah. I was going to say, <laughs> when can we get in on this pool to win a Super Bowl? Like, I'm not. just trying to be above 500 again. Like, we got to set our goals minimal, Chris. Yeah. Like, the two teams we cheer for on the show, the Colts and the uh, – Can the we just teams? get eight wins, please? <laughs> yeah. Like, we're all set up for, you know, hey, just taking the over on seven and a half. Anything works at this point. Just Fair don't enough. give any of us crossing wins anymore ever again. Mm, amen. <laughs> Chris said amen. So, I, I do want to ask this about if Derek Carr ends up going to the Saints. Is this history being replayed yet again? Because the last time a pretty daggone good young player playing for another team out on the West Coast was basically let go slash traded and ended up in Saint in, in New Orleans. Turned out to be one of the best quarterbacks of all time. Yeah, I think Drew he did Brady. okay for himself. I think he might have been all right. <laughs> and Derek Carr. Again, playing out in the West, ain't got much respect out there. Zero, and it's not his fault. Getting released, traded, cut, however it's going to work, and ending up in the Saints. Could this be history rewriting itself? I will say if Derek Carr is traded, or well, you know, not traded, ends up on the Saints, and I really think he will, he'll be the best quarterback in the NFC South the moment he signs. Mm. Pen to paper. I don't know what the Panthers are going to do with quarterback, probably a rookie. Or worst case, I feel like honestly they might bring back Sam Darnold again on a one year deal and just to see which option enough. What? Tampa Bay Carson Wentz, <laughs> that'd be hilarious. Watch it. Um, you got, you got right. Tampa Bay has got definitely got a quarterback problem. I feel like that they honestly might be the team to watch in the Lamar Jackson sweepstakes. Um, mm. they have the where infrastructure does Jimmy G there. Go? He, he goes somewhere. He won't be in San Fran. Yeah. So where do you think he, he goes? could be in Carolina? Oh, I could see that. He could be in Texans. Would Carolina make that move though? Sure. Wouldn't you? I don't. I, yes, I would. Yeah. But I also. I feel like, like he'd be the best I'd quarterback there since Cam Newton. Do a little better than they do. <laughs> you also got to think too, though. They're like, I do realize that Jimmy G's not the head of the class, but he's the least in the second row. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel like having a competent quarterback in that NFC South will get you very far to consider the Joe Altonis or the Tampa Bay Buccaneers who got to start Kyle Trask if the season started tomorrow, and the Atlanta Falcons who would start probably who's ever. That's going to be where Lamar goes. Who's, I think. I feel like that would be phenomenal knowing that that city loved Mike Vick the way they did, and he's the one guy who you can compare comparably to Lamar Jackson. I just think that, you know. Probably be a back surgeon in about look, six months. Go ahead. If you ain't going to let Heineke play. Oh, he going somewhere too because y'all going to start the season over Sam Howell. I love the offseason. Yes, but, but it, it, he it, also said, while I want to be a starter, I have to say being a backup QB in the NFL sweet. is one of the best jobs in the United States. Yeah, it is. He's he's, he's honest. Have you ever guy. heard of Jim Sorgi? Uh-uh. 
That's exactly my point. He was the backup of the Colts for like a decade. Said he had the best job in America. Said he didn't really have to work. Mm-hmm. Said he would show up every day, paint and prepare all his practices. He said, you know, him and Charlie Whitehurst, who is affectionately known as Clipboy Jesus, had the best jobs <laughs> in America for decades. I mean, like Charlie Whitehurst looked like yeah. every like white person that a picture of Jesus Christ. Huh. Yeah. Long hair, beard, he was phenomenal. Looked just like Jesus. I, put him I'm on just saying, if Heineke <laughs> can't be our starting quarterback, I have nothing against Sam Howell. I just don't know that he's going to be answered because he's uh, an air raid guy that was coached by Phil Longo, and that doesn't necessarily transition very well to the NFL, although it does pretty good for Jalen Hurts over in Philadelphia. Uh, Lamar would get a lot of love in Washington. He's basically not even moving. Honestly, that would be true. Um, Actually, you know, here's what we could do. All right, so obviously we know Aaron Rodgers is leaving. I'm pretty sure that's going to be Jets announced. or Miami. It's going to be the New York Jets. I feel I like he's going to pull, uh, excuse me, to pull a Brett Favre parallel. You know why he's doing it? Because if he right goes now, to the Jets, you know why he's bone. doing it, though? He's expected to, like, to do nothing. Nope. Because their only way to get back in the conversation of the greatest of all time is to be a quarterback that leads the Jets to a Super Bowl. Uh, that's the only thing he could do to even remotely like catch he, Tom Brady right now. I feel like if he'd done that, he would like that's two Super Bowls. That's a little LeBron James running in Cleveland where everybody was like, that's two. You know, it, that's he could be rings. three and it still wouldn't be enough because he's only got one. one. Um, but I feel like right now Aaron Rodgers is stoned to the bone and he's figuring things out. Didn't he go somewhere and, and sit in, like, total darkness for, like, a week? That man is with the aliens right now. You hear what I'm saying? <laughs> that man is going to be in rehab in six months. Um, I feel like he's going to be on the Jets. And I feel like most of us are in the consensus of Boy, that, hey, look, the Jets, right? He, look, he, he looks good and green. He'd have good weapons. I want to see Aaron Rodgers with that New York you know, media. Because the Packers media is kind of soft on their – you know, players because they don't really have an owner nobody answers to. Yeah, that New York media is going to tear Aaron Rodgers. I don't a new know, one. man. Aaron I think Rodgers he can is handle such it. a prick. But I think he can handle it. He can give I, it right back saying. to him. Yeah, I feel like he's got that Eli Manning, like his yeah. face, where Aaron just you know he. Uh, yeah, you know I'm gonna give it back to you. Yeah, take you know, that media. Yeah, the plus shipping and handling. Those you know, hey Uncle Shay Shay once said. Wow. All right, how about Lamar? You say Atlanta, Atlanta or Washington? Uh, I would not hate seeing Lamar Jackson in Atlanta. I would, because um, it means he wouldn't be in Washington. That's fair. I would like to see him in blue and white, but it ain't happening. Now, now look, now, hold on. Now, okay. Realistically, where do I think he could go? Atlanta. Perhaps Washington, depending on what the trade capital looked like. But here's a dark horse. Detroit. Ooh. That's my, the, that's my dark horse pick. Hey, hear me out on this. You could give... The Ravens, Jared Goff, uh-huh. who is a very competent pro quarterback. And, you know, don't forget, Greg Roman is no longer their offensive coordinator, so you would have a more of a traditional-style offense. You give him, let's say, Jared Goff, three second-round picks in the fifth. Sound about right. I think you'd have to do Jared Goff first and third. Yeah, I think you'd have to do Jared probably a first, a second, and a third. I, boy, if I'm Detroit – and the only oh, thing keeping from Lamar Jackson, but although I man, would, Jared is playing his butt off. Not that Jared is bad, but Lamar, I'm, I, and honestly, quite frankly, he played very well this year. But there's a gap between Jared Goff and LJ. I would personally rent the U-Haul to pack up Jared Goff and move him to Detroit. I would drive him there. I'm myself. torn on that because of how well Jared Goff has done in that system. But he's looked really well under Ben Johnson. But I will say, Ben Johnson with Lamar Jackson. Boy, I'm trying to tell you, but yeah, he'd be. And then you got Will James, James Williams. You got Amara, Amon Ra. You got uh, Williams in the backfield. You, you got, got Andre Swift. Swift. Well, you got some weapons out there. 
Ooh. And a very good offensive line, too. Yeah, daggone good offensive Hey, do you think Philadelphia can put a running quarterback into the game? Could you imagine Lamar Jackson behind that line? I would love to see the Lamar Jackson yeah. play. You know, I, well, I guess Greg Roman was the perfect coordinator, though, for Lamar Jackson, much like he was Colin Kaepernick, who took a face plan after Greg Roman left. But, um, Arda, who else is leaving? I Look, it can't be the Matt Ryan's going somewhere, probably the retirement home, we hope. Carson Wentz is going to end up somewhere, and I'm hoping this Carson, hit, Carson Wentz is going to end up in Carolina with Frank Wright. Watch. Mark my words. Now, I will say this. Frank Wright loved him some Carson Wentz, though, because I was in my flight to Las Vegas a couple of years ago. The Colts had the little uh, hard knock special midseason. Frank Wright loves quarterback who are like, you know, the guys who are faith-based yeah. and stuff like that. I feel like Frank Wright – you can argue that what you want to about how good Wentz was. He had a 22 touchdown and seven interception season. Yeah. You know, That's all Carolina right. needs because they're a run first team. You get them 19 11 and you got something with Carolina though with that defense. Yeah. That, but, you, I I'm telling that. you, man. I'm telling you. Honest, I, I get behind that Carson Wentz going to Carolina. Now, Carolina fans would have an aneurysm. But, uh, I, w- I mean, honestly, they've also had to bad. watch Sam Darnold, Baker Mayfield, and PJ. I'll tell you oh. who else could play in Carolina as a starter and do well. All right, hold on. Let's find guess. All right, the what? Or the tier level, though, would you say he's in? Second tier. Second tier. Oh, that could be so many names. Who you got? Taylor Heineke. That wouldn't be – He, he started there. there. A they let him go to begin with. Yeah. I was sitting in a preseason game. I, I swear on my mother. About five years ago, though, so when he was there, and he was like the third-string guy. Yep. And I made the comment, like, I don't know who he is. He might be all right. It was Taylor Heineke. Dude, I'm telling you yeah, right I'm now. I'm glad I had a witness who was there because they now, heard me. And there I there is time. somewhere I'd like to see him go if they're not going to let him play in Washington. I would like to see him go to one of two places, Miami or San Francisco, because in any one of those two uh, systems, he would absolutely destroy teams. I feel like San Fran is going to be the most interesting case of quarterback to me in the offseason. I feel like the Texans are going to draft one, the Panthers and the Colts are going to draft one. San Fran has got three, at least two, very good quarterbacks with Brock Purdy and Jimmy G. Drew's still out on Trey Lance. I feel like because Jimmy of the G's going to be gone because of injury. I agree. He's Brock gone. Purdy is a decent little quarterback, but right now, Brock Purdy or Taylor Heineke? Taylor Heineke can run. Brock Purdy can't. Taylor Heineke's got just as strong of arm as Brock Purdy. Taylor Heineke's more accurate than Brock Purdy. He's played in that style of system. I think, dude, if there was a team that I would love to see Taylor go to, they asked their quarterback first would be Sam. Yeah, yeah but then he could do a lot, little, though. Yeah. They would, Kyle Shanahan would turn him loose to be who he is. Make th- just make things happen. Yeah. Just make Because I don't happen. feel like he's Mahomes level. Like I've said, though, but he's a very competent pro quarterback. What I want to see, to be honest with you, is I want to see Kyle Shanahan put all hands on deck and just go. I'm tired. To some degree, I'm tired of the Kyle Shanahan experiment. We know, Kyle, you can make chicken salad out of chicken blank. Yeah. We all understand that, Kyle. I want to see you get two big hands in the hen house and make some really good chicken salad. I want to see you with a very good quarterback. Dude, but He's you got one. all these pieces. And that's what you got to think about when it comes to cap space. Somebody like Taylor, you can bring into San Francisco I'm for a, little or no money. I mean, I was just like a Five, minimum, $10 million dollar contract. Less than that, probably, yeah. And let him start and have a dual-threat quarterback with those weapons? Hey, you know what I would love to see? God almighty. I sure know what I would I'd love to see. I'd be mad. Kyle Shanahan, go get Lamar Jackson. Don't do not do that to the NFL. Boy, you get that Kyle be fair. Shanahan, That Lamar would not Jackson, be fair. Debo Samuel, Christian McCaffrey, been a defense who allowed 17.4 points a game? You can't. 
That Call Santa Claus. We can't It'll be breaking boy. the NFL. <laughs> I, I feel like that would be the team that could literally probably again, go seventeen and one. Then again, you basically had that on the Rams, and yeah, they did it one year, but then I would sell not my soul, but I would sell probably a limb for a Super Bowl right now. <laughs> could you imagine Lamar hey, Jackson in San Francisco with a read option? Oh my god, mm. the read pass. Oh my god. Mm. That's a tough question because I had this conversation with somebody in the gas I station like about two weeks ago. What do you say? No, what limb though would you give up that won a Super Bowl? Neither. I, I don't know, man. I could probably, you know. Nope. <laughs> I don't really, like. I can't see my toes. Take one. I'll take just getting there. <laughs> if I didn't have to give up anything to get there and lose, fine. Yeah. Because I'm still getting paid, and I'll get to say I played in the Super Bowl. That's fair. All right, so we got. I, God, I want to see the Lamar Jackson like Kyle. I'm telling. Listen, I'm so telling. So we you. got Carson Wentz going to Carolina. Carson Wentz going to Carolina. Aaron Taylor, Rogers. Taylor going to either Miami or San Fran. You don't I, think we resign him? I mean, I wish we would, but we probably won't. I think we resign him just because he knows the system I just so don't, well. I think Chris is right. Uh they should, but you got to deal with this. Oh, thank you. Think about this. Every week, young quarterback like Sam Howell goes out, doesn't play so good. What are they? What are they already cheering the stands? And this is the same kind of thing that San Francisco though, was going to run into with Trey Lance. You've seen it what Brock, Brock Purdy, Purdy can do. Yep. And I feel like I feel like to some degree that you got like Brock Purdy is at a disadvantage. Yeah. Are you trying to crap yourself or your back? No, dude, my back is like Oh, what this you, is my ravioli messed up again. No, what you, you ravioli? Please don't touch my back. Going to his feet. So LJ to all right, we got to settle on it. So the Falcons, you know what I'm saying? For Edger, you know what I'm saying? Are you cool with that? Yeah, I think. Yeah, I think Lamar honestly ends up if there is somewhere for him to end up. In, right. in, in a pipe dream, yeah, Washington. But honestly, Falcons. All right, do you think all uh, the Jared Goff stays on the lines? Yeah, I feel like you almost got to keep him at this point. He played well enough last year. Yeah. Who I mean, you, who's better than him that you replace him with if Lamar Jackson doesn't go? I would. I wouldn't replace him with Aaron Rodgers. I'm dude, just saying, I wouldn't do it. I would take Jared Goff over anybody in this upcoming draft. I mean, right no, I'm being further than that. Who Who would you replace him with, even in free agency? Lamar. Okay, fine. There's an argument there. Aaron Rodgers? After, no. The golf's 28, you know what I'm saying? Rodgers, 38 to yeah, 48. No. Um, yeah, to miss me with that. I think that that's about uh, Zach Wilson. He could be so good. Zach Wilson, I see going. He could end up in Carolina, to be honest with you. They love. Like, Carolina does taking our first round to reclamation. But you know who, honestly, where Zach Wilson needs to go? Derek Carr does not need to go to the Saints. That's where Zach Wilson needs to go. Because Zach Wilson is Drew Brees. Except, like, not accurate. Zach Wilson is Drew Brees. Drew Brees was not accurate his first few years in the seat in the league. I mean, yeah, his first few, yeah. But, you know, but he did become. And he's already had the surgery, and it was after the surgery that Drew Brees became said, great. Look, he's six foot. He didn't have the Tommy John. I've seen this before in a yeah. century uniform. It's yeah. almost like you just got to swap the deck That's out. That's what I'm saying. Huff what the, you know. Oh, for what you I'm made. I feel like Derek Carr is going to be a saint, though. I would love to see Derek Carr go to the. I'd love to see Derek Carr go to the Miami Dolphins. I too. To would a who? I, I feel like if you put Derek Carr on the Dolphins, then they would be the AFC East champion. Yeah. I, I feel like that they could beat Josh Allen straight up. They could beat Josh Allen. I think they could beat Patrick Mahomes with that roster. I think they could beat Cincinnati with that roster. I think they could beat a lot of teams in that roster. It's going to be tough, man. It's going to be tough for next year, though. But I'm excited to see. You know, hey, where all the chips fall, you know, hey, coming up to the draft and everything. But uh, coming back to Chris had a food review for us, and I'm kind of excited, kind of dreading to try. Chris, what you got on tap for us, baby? 
It'd be great if I didn't have myself muted. We have some Dude, is that chocolate chip Girl Scout cookies. It looks like oh, okay. a grits with something in something it. It's a yeah. cookie. Looks like a cup of grits. <sighs> oh, it looks like a microwavable muffin cup. What is that wrong too? with y'all? Good Lord. Just take, take us out. I'm bipolar. Thank you, Vanco Outdoor Power Equipment, for sponsoring this hour of Thunder here on Next Door Radio, nextdoorradio.com. When we get back, we're going to call up whatever this is. We're going we're gonna, to we're gonna try it. Bye. We're going to eat it. Ah, uh, we hadn't done a food review in quite some time. I guess these are the cookies, Good Chris. Lord. I guess these are the cookies that Chris had up there. No, what was that? I think it was Jason. Oh, I thought he had died. <laughs> the cookies, Jason. Yeah, I've been. Uh, Boy, that's a life lesson right there. Yeah, I've been cookie fished. I don't feel sorry, like that's huh? cookie that I was promised. Mister Cookie, I was given. Yeah. Um, that's my first so, observation of wow. Right, what are these little nine-year-old hustlers uh, that got us today, Chris? Because this is like these ain't even real cookies. This is so. So before we eat it, um, I have a a review from one of my guys that I'd like to read to you. I just want you to know the first five times I read this, I cried. Okay, oh, okay. I was, cackling, I was though, trying to read this. Me. Yeah, I was trying to read this to my son and my wife, and it just tears were flowing. Cackle says, away, cackle it away. It says the following. It's biblical. <laughs> The caramel chocolate chip are gluten-free, which I did not notice. They are like biting into a living, breathing manifestation of depression. The name tricks you into thinking it's going to be bussing with flavor, but it just brings on heavy waves of bitterness and regret. I sound bro- like being married. <laughs> I broke down sobbing, attempting to chew the last one, but at least the salty tears and dripping nose offered better flavor in the back of my throat than the... Yeah! <laughs> I hope the Girl Scouts that invented that flavor die hopeless, hairless, and penniless. So I might suggest passing on this particular cookie. Uh, and with that being said, I bought a bag of them. <laughs> it was so bad we had to try them. <laughs> so what we have in front of us is I can only describe this as a dense puck of cookie. It smells it like smells dog crap. De- really? It smells delicious to me. It smells like your nose ain't working, brother. <laughs> All right, here we go. Let's try. You ate the whole thing? <laughs> it's like cardboard. That's not that bad. It's like doing sheetrock. <laughs> oh, wait a minute. That's got an odd flavor of like. You know what this it. is? It tastes this like is sweet dry tea with extra equal in it. It's dry play doh, buddy. I think it's like it sweet tea with equal, but it's not atrocious. What would you I, call it? I could eat that. <clears throat> not atrocious. Healthy. Oh. Yo, is gluten just another word for good? Okay. Is good for you? <laughs> That's what he said. Because. <laughs> Look, the comment he made was, I don't know what gluten is, but it is delicious. <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty good. Because I got to say, I have, some, like, I have been through a, an enormous amount of food in my lifetime. As you can tell about my presence on camera that we get a week here on 38. Now, would I say it's the worst cookie I've ever eaten? No, that's probably the Duncan Hines, the keto, uh, the chocolate chip cookies that you make yourself that tastes like dry dog food. But <laughs> these, and I'm also a terrible baker, it could be me. These rank a close second. Oh, wow. If your name is Kyle and your girlfriend leaves you tomorrow and you punch sheetrock out, <laughs> grab you a, a handful of it, sprinkle two Les or a Lily's dark chocolate chips on it, shove it in your mouth, chew it, and you got this, and you can skip being hustled by $9 a bag. How now, much was this? Five dollars. 
That's, I mean, that's four dollars too much, Chris. <laughs> I give him five dollars. I didn't away from me. I didn't think they were that bad for what it's worth. Now, I will say, I need something to drink. Serving suggestion, <laughs> none. <laughs> hey, what is the suggestion? Actually, Let me see there, there is none. Add three, milk. Hey, three cookies. Yeah, no, yeah. you would need you would need a cup of milk to even make this tolerable. Now, Popeye's like- biscuits got competition. <laughs> Go ahead, Chris. <laughs> That's dense. I, w- <laughs> I would like you to compare because you said this is like the number two worst thing you've ever eaten. Or something I said like cookie, that. but yeah. Okay, I want you to compare this to that thing I had y'all eat. Earlier. Oh, that beef jerky. <laughs> yeah. I would rather eat a bag of these and sniff that jerky ever again. <laughs> You know what this reminds me of? This reminds me of that tube of barbecue that he brought in. The the, the, tube of barbecue. The little. It was the cup of barbecue. It was the Brookwood barbecue. It's that. Oh, uh, yes, the sha- yeah, it's the same pencil shavings that Brooklyn put that barbecue that these people put. You know. We know where they got it from now. Let's see what we got here. We got here. Now, the Girl Scout mission. Um, business <laughs> ethics. I feel like y'all hustled us on this when I question ethics and decision making. Four. <laughs> Goal setting. About, somebody's Never, about to lose a ribbon. Yeah, yeah. Get these away from me. People skills. You lied to a zero. Um, and money management. You. I guess it's good because you sold these things for five bucks a it's bag. It's the aftertaste that kills me. Dude, I'd rather eat a cigarette. <laughs> like, oh, my God. It's the Okay, so. You know what would make the these tolerable? The flavor isn't bad. If the cookie wasn't so heavy and choky, it wouldn't be that bad. No, you know what would make it tolerable? Not a, eating it? A cup of coffee. <laughs> like, if you could drench any coffee, it would be fine. You could now, drench any mud and come out with an improvement. <laughs> <laughs> That's what it's like, though. Punch the Girl Scout I see. <laughs> <laughs> I'm kidding, of course. Now, That's now, a what, felony. I'm not! <laughs> what I want you to do, though, is... is <laughs> God. Get these cookies <laughs> off my lawn. Yeah. <laughs> Just imagine that cookie if it was a Tums. That's Tum- exactly what it would Tums be Tums like. would be better yeah. if they tasted like that. Mm-hmm. So it's all perspective. <laughs> so you mean this is like medicinal? Sure. They should market it as that. It'd be, it'd be more tolerable. One of my other people. You got I'm, to get them medicinal before you get to these. If you're not, you're not going to eat them. <laughs> I'm, I'm not condoning it. I'm just saying that's what you do to these cookies. I'm not going to say who it was, but one of my people actually put it in their mouth, started chewing it, and then spit it in the bag. And I was like, God, throw the bag away because somebody's going to open that and it's going to be the same consistency it was before you chewed it. I bet it dried back up into a normal size <laughs> cookie. I bet it just like molted back together and formed a little, like a circular cookie. A circular cookie? A circular cookie. Circular. Circular cookie. Circular. Oh, my God. Yeah, look. No, uh, a solid. I give it a 1.0 out of 10. As far as cookies go? Yeah. Two. Man, I give it a six. You've been. Now, he's been eating this non. (laughs) Yeah, Chris went too far down the keto train. Yeah, he's been (laughs) on this keto thing where it's like not real bread, not real noodles. That's solar keto bread. It's busting, though. Yeah. Thank you. That's what I'm talking about. It's probably. It's also six and a half dollars a loaf. And it's a little loaf. Very little loaf. That's what she said. We'll see you guys. Same time, same place next week in here on Next Door Radio, nextdoorradio.com. Hey, thanks for tuning in to another episode of Third and Eight. And uh, avoid yeah. these Girl Scout cookies. <laughs> They're gluten free chocolate chip caramel cookies, gluten free caramel, uh, no sweet chocolate chips, and a hint of sea mud and a terrible <laughs> cookie is what is right on the bag. <laughs> yeah, but check out the prime, though. It's pretty yeah. good. You couldn't drown these cookies in prime. Hey, let's make prime. Send us for free ones, prime. These yeah. things were expensive. Call me Dion, Pat Mahomes, top five all time. Go Colorado champions. Yeah, way Chef to go, Kansas. Uh, now die Eagles die. <laughs>